Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, and assurance about what we do not need. Being obedient requires faith in God. Without faith, it is impossible to follow God. Obedience. Obedience. Obey God. Hey y'all, it's Ashley. And Shantabia. And this is Obedience Podcast. So we would like to welcome you guys to a new month. This is the month of September. And we have a special guest here with us during our three-part series, Lost and Found. So we have Miss Shamanica in the building with us on today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. If you will, go ahead and tell the people, give us a brief introduction of yourself and also your platform as well. Okay, well, I'm Shamanica Slaughter. I am 35. My birthday is Saturday. Yay! I'm so excited about that. I am a mom of three kids. Um, they're 15, 11, and 6. Um, I just graduated in June with my master's degree in criminal justice uh, with a minor in human resource management. And I have my own podcast. It's called My Journey Within. And it's just me talking about the things I've been through in my life and just how I navigate and how God has brought me through it. And so I'm I'm joined. I'm so excited to be here. Like, I love you guys' show. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, so excited to have you on, finally. Yay. I know, like, I think she reached out, like, the second or third episode, Ashley. Yeah. finally got you. Yeah. So have you on. If you don't follow us on all of our social media platforms, now is the time to keep up, to be alert of the notifications and which, when each episode comes out. So follow us on at Obedience Podcast on all social medias. So before we get started in this series, we always like to start off with a prayer. So thank you, Father God, for this moment. Holy Spirit, we just invite you in into this moment. We ask, Lord God, that you prepare our hearts and minds, prepare our audience hearts and minds, Lord God, to receive a word from you. We ask that, Lord God, you use us as your vessels to encourage people through your word, Lord God, to encourage the people that are lost and to direct them to be found by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you for this subject. We say thank you for your word that continues to guide and instruct us through our, our daily lives. We thank you, Lord God, and we honor you. It is in the mighty and magnificent name of Jesus Christ, we thank you. Amen. Amen. All right. So, Ashley, I want to thank you for inviting the Lord into this episode. So we are going to go ahead and get started with our first episode, which is titled Runaway. So um, the first episode of our Lost and Found series, we will discuss the concept of running away from who you are for yourself and for Christ. And during the episode, we'll be referencing Luke chapter 15, verses 1 through 7, which tells us the parable of the lost sheep. Now, if you guys are faithful viewers of our channel, then you know that we've covered this before in our um, a Christian response to the injustice um, when everything happened with George Floyd. And so in that episode, we talked about the parable from the viewpoint of just how much God cares about each individual person and how the lost sheep is in reference to the Black Lives Matter. And so it was kind of us trying to explain that, hey, we're just not saying only Black Lives Matter. We're just trying to tell you 
they need the help right now. So think about them as the lost sheep. So in this series, we're going to look at the parable and look at it as how Christ identifies us in him. So why it's so important to him to go after that one sheep. So that's what we're going to talk about in this series. And so our first topic is going to discuss the number one thing that I feel like gets in the way of us a lot is opinions. So first I am going to read Luke chapter 15 verses 1 through 2. And then we'll get into our discussion question. And I'm going to be coming out of the NIV version. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathered around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So right within the first two verses, we see people giving their opinions of Jesus. And they're kind of negative opinions too. (laughs) Immediately. So I wanted to talk about what effect can others' opinions have on our relationship with Christ? What do you ladies think? It can have a, a huge effect on it because as it stated up in there, a lot of people don't realize what Jesus came to save the lost. Yes. That's what he ministered to. That's what a lot of his, you know, followers, it was for them. But when it comes to opinions of others, I feel like religion gets involved with it. And yeah. when religion comes, there's the rules, there's the opinion. You can't do this, you can't do that, you can't wear this, you can't wear that. And so you 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 don't know, you don't tell which way to go. When all God wants is a relationship. Yes. That's all he wants with us is a relationship. That's it. No rules, no end of it. Yes. I want to say this wrong. I always say saying's wrong. Um, it's hit the nail on the head, the head on the nail. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> he defeated. He defeated. <laughs> but yes. Um, that is definitely true. I know, I, I know Ashley and I have definitely discussed this before, how a lot of the times with the younger generations of Christians, a lot of people took so long to like get into the Christian faith or feel accepted within the church because of so many rules with that's within religion. Yeah. What, what I was if- one of them. I used to be one of them. my old church that I was at. It was just a bunch of rules and a bunch of, I'm, I, I was very self-righteous. Like God had to knock me down off this self-righteous horse because it was like, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do this, I don't do that. But I had absolutely no relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Didn't talk to him, didn't do anything, but I'm out here saying, but I ain't doing this and I'm doing that. And it was other people's opinions. Like you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that. And then that means you're saved. Yeah. And so it's, I've been there. He had to knock me all the way down and he did. <laughs> So how was your journey? Like, how did he knock you down and make you realize that I'm interested? Oh, I just, I, it actually came when I became a, a mother. Because, like, all of my children, they were born out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, you're saying one thing, but you're doing something behind closed doors. Yeah, you're not cussing, you're not smoking, you're not this, you're not that. But you don't love me. You don't talk to me. You don't have any faith. You're this, you're that. So how can you say you know, that you're saved. And it was just like, um, it just, it hit me. And I was like, okay, God, teach me how to have a relationship with you outside of what everyone else is thinking. And when I began to do that, it actually just came to head in 2017 when I had a very bad relationship to end. 
And everyone who was there, like I was engaged to get married and everything, everyone who was there, like once it ended, they left. And it just left me alone with me and God, just me and him. And that's when I really found out who he was, who he was about, you know, just his love. And it, it just changed my life forever. And I'm so grateful. And so now when I have the opportunity to talk to someone and they be like, well, I got to do this and I got to do that. Because my church wanted me to stand in front of them, in front of the congregation, be like, yeah, I got pregnant again. Not the man, but me. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And now I'm a member of Right Way. That's the church I'm at now with, you know, Vincent and Shonda. So it's just his teaching have just really retrained my whole thoughts. Because I felt God hated me. I felt he really hated me. He was just this big white man in the sky, ready to just strike me down. And he was like, no, he hates the sin you do, but he loves you. Yes. And so I'm, I'm grateful for my walk with him. That's so good. That's such a good story. See, this is why it took so long, because you are the perfect person for this series. Well, thank you. I was sitting right here saying, devil, let that con- I mean, God, let that connection work. Devil, you defeat it. I just kept saying, it's so coming It's so good. Thank you. What do you think, Ashley? So, I can, I, the answer to the, the simple question, to answer to the question is yes and no. Mm-hmm. And I think the it, it depends on where the how you place the people in your life like the church people i can relate to shamanica a lot when i can i can honestly say that i was religious and because that was all I, that was all that i knew like you're not supposed to do this 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 and that and i kind of away from i was just like i don't want to be no christian if it's, this is the life that <laughs> It's supposed to be like, I don't want to do this. You know, I want to have fun. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I can honestly, I used to point the finger at people. Oh, you're doing this. So you're not, you're not, you don't have a relationship with Christ mm-hmm. or you're don't, you don't, you don't this, you know, I was putting restrictions on people, but I can honestly say like my, after joining right way, it has shifted my relationship in my that it's becoming like a transforming of my mind because the the things that let me slow down because you know people can really twist the scripture to make it or to make it do what they want to do so I can honestly say that but I can say it depends on I can say this I put people or I put church people back in the day, I put them in the wrong position. And honestly, I put them in the position of God. Like I took their opinion and I, I took them to heart. Like mm-hmm. if, if this person say this, this is forget what anyone else says. And I wasn't reading the scriptures for myself, but I was, I can say that they were my Bible, if that made sense. Yes. Um. So yeah, I can say yes and no, because yes, in the sense of, you know, it, it depends on where your focus is. If your focus is pleasing the people, the church people, or people as a whole, yes, the opinion of others can hurt you. Um, but no, if it's if your focus is on God and pleasing Him and having that relationship with Him. So yeah. Amen. So, just like you guys are saying. A lot of my life, I cared too much about people's opinions, and it's actually something that I had to discuss with my therapist, and we had this discussion recently, and I felt like I had a huge breakthrough, um, 
by realizing, because, you know, I didn't even realize I was placing so much value in other people's opinions um, until, like, I looked back and I was like, oh, wait, I didn't do this because this person didn't think I should do it. And then, you know, you still have that in the back of your mind, like, oh, I wish I would have did it, you know? And my therapist said one thing about opinions that really stuck out to me. And she said, opinions are not facts. So one person may have an opinion, but it may not match yours. And since they're not facts, they can change. So you may have an opinion. And if you feel like it changed based off of what you believe, then it can change. But it shouldn't change because of someone else's opinion. Do what's best for you. And so that is what I've been living off of recently. It's just like, hey, I know you feel like this, but it's not a fact. What I think is more important, so I'm going to do what's best for me. Even though your opinion may be really what you think is best, but what's best for me is what I think is best, you know? Um, And then she gave me some little tips. I want to give it to you guys. It's three tips. So one, you have no guarantee that every decision you make will work out 100%. And then you will make a mistake and it's not the end of the world. It's just a learning experience. And so think about what life would be like if you didn't have anything. So I wanted to share that with you guys because I definitely struggle with opinions. Because I know that was part of the reason why I didn't um, want to like join a church or be so serious about church. Because I was just like, oh, I got to do this. I got to be serious about this. I can't go out for drinks anymore. I can't do this. I can't do that. And I felt like being a Christian wasn't fun. Yeah. Off of, you know, the opinions of everybody else. But you have to get outside of that and think God created all of this in this world for us. He wants us to have fun. And life is more fun with him because I feel like you're more stable with him. I don't know about y'all, but... <laughs> the rules that I had, it's like you might would just stay in the house with your long skirt on and no makeup and do nothing. And I was like, this is what it's gonna be like. Oh no, yeah. I don't do this. Yeah. Ooh, and them the main ones, they just full of the devil and uh <laughs> mean and then a wet cat. It'd be like, ooh. Oh, yes. Y'all have to let go of other people's opinions and just form a relationship with God. That's the most important thing of being a Christian, having a relationship with God. That's the first thing that you should do. I think a lot of people, I'll say church people, they miss the concept of like, once you get the relationship with Christ, the things you do change, like your your mind is going to shift. And before you try to chastise me because I don't have on a slip and stockings, or I'm just using this as an example, before you chastise me, judge me. I mean, my I've heard this before. Like your hem of your dress is it's going to go down because of your relationship with Christ. The thing that you do will change. Your life is going to change. It's like a transforming. So. Holy Spirit to begin to speak to you about certain things and you know, I heard a sermon years ago from T D Jays. He was like, No, he'd been a judge for whole spirit, be like, No, pull that down, it's too tight, it's too this is too that and I was I was convicted a lot about my tattoos that I have. I have a lot of tattoos and so you know, they were like, Oh, that's not golly, you're not saved, but you have your tattoos and 
I was like, you just don't even know how me and the Lord are being here every day with these tattoos. So I used to really just be like, okay, I'll cover up completely. No, I don't have it. I was like, well, they're here. I got them on my younger year. They're not going nowhere. I'm not going to get them removed because it hurts. That hurts. That hurts. So I'm, 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 I'm grateful for where I'm at with God because I remember one point in time I had nothing at all type of relationship, but I was a Christian. So I was like, mm-hmm. And God cares not one about those tattoos. He just cares about you and the relationship you have with him. And actually what you said, that's so true. Um, like as you get closer to him, um, Holy Spirit will convict you and you'll change not based off what people tell you to do. Cause I know like, I mean, my Instagram pictures, they weren't a hundred percent scandalous. I'm not going to say that, but like some of them, I was like, okay, I'm going to take it down just so, you know, something should be left to the imagination, you know? And so it wasn't somebody saying, oh, that picture shouldn't be on Instagram. It was literally like a conviction from Holy Spirit. Just like, okay, you should take that down. And that's what I did. And I learned the difference in that. Uh, Pastor B actually helped me understand that conviction versus condemnation. Yes. He was like, you know, the Holy Spirit will convict you, but the devil will condemn you. Because I remember I used to do just one thing, and I would condemn myself, beat myself down, a lot of devils like, you're not saved, you're not this, you're not that. So I learned the difference now. Mm-hmm. And I know Holy Spirit's within me because I'd be, be like, I shouldn't say that. Like, oh, shouldn't I be, I'd get convicted quickly versus, I, I mean, sometimes it'd be like a whole week. i just stay in bed, just condemning myself over one little thing. When I missed out on a lot of my life, and be like, okay, God is forgiving me. He ain't thinking about that. He don't even remember it. Yeah. Like he said, it's over with. So, but it, it's us. We'll hold ourselves back and be like, oh, Lord, we keep going to God. Forgive me, forgive me. And God's like, what did you talk about? I, I forgave you for that. Like, what did you talk about? So, I'm grateful for that. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Conviction versus condemnation. That's a huge one. It has to be beyond it. <laughs> beyond it. All the time. Yes, he do. So shout out to Pastor B and all of the other ministers at Right Way Christian Center. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. <laughs> right? <laughs> we want to take a break in our series to shout out one of our fellow podcasts. That's right. It's Fandoms Anonymous. Check out this clip to get a little bit more information of what Fandom Anonymous is. What's going on, everybody? This is Malcolm from Fandoms Anonymous. We are an amazing podcast where we are all over social media, such as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and more. We talk about all of your geeky and nerdy news from comic books to TV shows and the movies. And we also get to the nitty gritty local and community news and Hollywood news in our new series, The Conversation Series. We also interview people from all over the country on the one-on-one series presented by Fandoms Anonymous. And we get to know who they are and what they do from business people to singers to actresses actors and more we hope you guys will take a listen to our content and we will see you guys in another video be sure to tune in to fandom anonymous and be sure to follow them on all social media platforms we'll have it right here on the screen for you guys now back to the episode of lost and found while we're trying to find things so moving forward within our series i think we did a great job of covering that question so we learned that the only person's opinion that matters is our shepherd. Mm-hmm. So moving forward with verses three. So Jesus told this story. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness 
and go search for the one that is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he will joyfully carry it home on his shoulders. When he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me because I have found my lost sheep. Hmm. He rejoiced because of me. Yeah. So it raises the question. We see that Jesus, he, he finds value in us. Like when he finds us, the lost one, he'll leave the other 99 just for me, just for you and you and you. Um, so it raises the question, how do you know that you are valued by someone else? Is it like words, actions? How do you Action. I, I used to be a, I was a words kind of woman back in my younger days. Like I would go off words and then your actions in line up. And now I, I just feel like a person action will really truly show you over time how they feel about you. Yeah. Like honest to God, you can't, you only can hide for so long. You know what I'm saying? That, that mask gonna come off at the end of the day. So it just, it's so, and I've been there when it comes to relationships, friendships, you know, even with church people. They actions will show you. Your words can show you love me, but your actions, and I get an example because I was in an abusive relationship for like four years. So his words were saying, he loved me, he loved me, he loved me, but yet still he's knocking me to the floor. He's, he's you know, beating me. That, that, that was his actions. That's how I show he truly felt about me. Mm-hmm. So over time, it will happen. You will see. That's so true. I will have to say, I'm much like you, Shamanica. Like I was, like I I was, I guess I'll say naive to the fact that I would take people by the word and take them like to heart. Like if they say, "Oh, she said that she'll be here in fifteen minutes," and be like an hour later. <laughs> Ooh, girl, I hate that. I am so punctual. Like I don't. I hate. I I I'm a firm believer. Don't waste anyone's time, and I don't want you wasting mine. Like girl, try to keep the word, but. You know, sometimes I'm saying I'm come back on my word sometimes, but my actions will speak louder than, than anything I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can say that I am growing to look at people's actions now instead of what they say. All right, I'm gonna throw a little. Um, see, I'm trying to get this sand down, and open it. is it is it wrench in the thingamajiggy? Wrench. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I'll throw a blank in it. Okay, let me just say this. <laughs> so I'm gonna come from another point of view. So um, I I do agree with you guys. Actions do speak louder than words. But I'm the type of person I want those actions to be joined by words too. You too. Yeah. Um. And I think it's more so just based on how I grew up because my mom, she was more, um, I'm going to show you I love you more than I tell you I love you. Um, and so I didn't hear I love you a lot. So hearing that from somebody means a lot to me, even though I can tell that they do, if that makes sense. But mm-hmm. I, I still want the actions because you can say it, but I'm still going to look at your actions to see if I believe you or not, you know? <laughs> um, so that's how I am. And it, it pro- probably just based off of um, situations because some people, words may mean not a thing. They're just strictly based on actions. Cause I do believe actions do speak louder than words, but 
Mm-hmm. I like to hear the words too. <laughs> That's a love language too. Like you want to be affirmed that you love me or you trust yeah, me. It's a yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can, that's understandable too. Can you receive love? I was I was a person where I could give it, but I couldn't receive it because I had never saw what really true unconditional love looked like. So I, I, I'd be like, i give it to you, but I couldn't take it back in. When someone tried to do it to me, I'd be like, Ooh, hold up, like, what's your, you know, your, your motive behind it? So. Your motive. <laughs> See, um, I, think, I think I can take it. Um, but I, I'm definitely that type of person, like, I, I can show you, I guess, because I grew up being able to see how much my family loved me. So I'm definitely, like, an action person um, when it comes to a relationship or a friendship. I'll try to do all I can do. Um, but I don't think that, I don't think, what do you think, Ashley? Do I, like, kind of push you back a little bit? No, I don't think yeah. I push you back. You just talk about things whenever you're ready. And I know I know that that's how you are now. At first, I was just- can't talk about it, but I know you as a person now. Oh, yeah. Because you just talk. Yeah. That's... so sweet. Aww. I definitely, <laughs> if I don't want to talk about it, you ain't going to get it out of me. That's definitely. I'm out of peak. <laughs> 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 but we did post his question on all of our social medias. If you guys don't, like Ashley said in the beginning, be sure to follow us at Obedience Podcast on Instagram and at Obedience Pod on Facebook. But we asked the question, how do you know how much you are valued by someone, by their actions or their words? And I want to read a couple of people's responses. Chris McKinnis, I actually like this one. He said, words are pretty, but actions are definitive. Well, I like that. Yes. Um, that like made me like think of like a picture and I really like that. I could visualize it. <laughs> All right. All right. And Tamika just like read my mind. Tamika Robinson, this is what she said. Words follow up by actions. I have to see it before I believe it. Hmm. I responded, I like this. I can see by someone's actions that they care for me, but actually hear the words are needed for me personally. And she responded, yep, it has to be communicated first. Communication defines the path to action and what's in a person's heart as well. It reveals the character of that individual as well. Yeah, it does. It really does. I guess I would have to say I need both of them too. (laughs) Thinking thinking, thinking back on it, Mm -hmm. in a sense, I I didn't have either growing up. So just to, that's what it took them. I have a wall sometimes where it's hard for me to let someone in because it's just been like a lot of of just abuse in my life, you know, growing up and everything. So it was kind of like, uh, it, I'd be like, oh, I need to see both of them. I need both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank everyone for your responses. Um, we will continue to ask these questions. I love to um, have like dialogue between our listeners. So yes. thanks a lot. All right, so moving on to the next section of our episode, we're going to talk about reputation. We are going to read Luke chapter 15, verse 7. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not 
need to repent. Amen. All right. So I wanted to read an excerpt from my Bible. It says, Jesus didn't worry about accusations from the spiritually blind religious leaders. Instead, he continued going to those who needed him regardless of the effect that associating with them might have on his reputation. And so that question made me think, um, how often have we let our reputation stop us from doing something that either God told, told us to do or something that we just wanted to do? Like how much of our reputation affects us from doing things? Um, well, with me, I, I didn't want to come out and speak about uh, my abuse and the violence I endured in my life growing up because, for one, I didn't want people to, you know, it's some, it's a shame behind it in a sense, you know, sometimes. Then coming from a family that I had, it was like, hey, all the women were abused in a way. But just as I began to come out and speak more, you know, I had someone be like, well, that didn't happen, or, you know, someone who was there. And so, especially from him, like the, the guy and everything, which he's the father of my, my oldest daughter, you know, he just, he really just trashed my reputation completely to have people think like that never happened to her. And I was like, if I could make up four years of abuse, I need to be working on somebody's TV show like right now because I got a great imagination and I appeared so I it kind of held me back was like no I don't want to do this I don't want to do it but as I began to see more women was coming forward and coming to me I was like this is what I have to do regardless of what anybody says because this is what I was called to do so I can help these women get out because a lot of them don't get out I was almost one of them who didn't make it out but by the grace of God I did make it out and so now I can reach back and help someone, regardless of what people have said. They don't talk whether you're doing good or whether you're doing bad. Anyway, they don't talk. I learned that the hard way. So yeah. And Jesus didn't care. He didn't care. That's what I love about him. He did not care. He was gonna help whoever he wanted to help, and he he did with his head so high. Yeah. He showed well, he'll still be healing. Y'all still talk about me. I'm still gonna, you know. Give him vision. <laughs> On a Sabbath day, I'm going to heal you. I'm going to That's a good question. I know that I have, like, even I, I want to bring in the point of, like, with the podcast, I know, like, especially in the beginning, I know I said yes verbally to Shay. But then I started thinking about the fan. I'm just like, who am I to be talking about Jesus? You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I still, I guess I felt like I didn't know enough. Like, I was like, I don't know every story in the Bible. I don't know half these people, you know. I don't know about everything and the origin of everything, you know what I'm saying? But I think that's the beauty of it. Like, you can still be on here. You can still speak what you know to people because even what you know people need to hear that he can still be your savior. Like he is the savior. Um, so I think you still have to, like I said in one of the episodes, you still have to keep moving your feet. Even if you don't know it all, there's still a lot to know, but you can still minister to people even if, even if you don't know it all. So. 
that's good actually i know i know that i was like you want to do this podcast with me but um that was a part of the reason too because like i was starting to like get into it and actually read the bible and i was looking for something like what we have and i i didn't see anything out there like it and so I'm glad that you didn't let that stop you because that was the main point, like to make people who are new or people who are kind of like in the beginner stage of it, just feel comfortable um, asking the the crazy questions. If you, if I could put it that way, I know I told you, I was like, I just realized the red writers in the Bible was Jesus talking, you know, <laughs> just to feel comfortable saying that. Cause I know like some people you would have said, they were like, what, you know, giving you all this judgment, but Mm-hmm. That's not what a beat you Yeah, beating you down with the Bible. It, it's yeah. not supposed to. You're not supposed to get beat down with it. It's it's to help you. Yeah, and you're right. right. I mean, I don't know a lot of things up in the Bible, but it, you know, it's it's not going to stop me. I feel like we always should be growing and learning and wanting to learn. And I feel like if God sees our heart, and if you want to, it doesn't matter if you knew, if you've been here 15 years, 25 years, because you got some they still don't know the Bible either. Mm-hmm. And out here, it's just it goes back to the relationship yep. and everything. And so I am just what it is. But I, I think you guys are doing a great job. I'm so glad you said yes to her. Because <laughs> what you guys doing, a lot of people need that. Uh, they do. They need it. And with that, Ashley, like with you saying that you didn't, you didn't know like all the stories and all this. But within this, you have to study. For us to do the show, and so it's it's helping you get to that status that you didn't think that you were at. It's helping you slowly get right. Oh yeah, but um, I know after the podcast started, I started to have this kind of like doubt. I guess I can say it's because like immediately I could see people like putting me on this pedestal, and it was like, no, no, that's that's not what I want. I'm still me. I'm still the regular Shay. But it was like people were automatically putting me on this pedestal. So I started to like, <clears throat> excuse me, I started to kind of like fall back, get a little bit uncomfortable, like sharing stuff. Because I felt like people were going to say, oh, well, you know, um, this is what you're supposed to do. Something like that. Um, but I had to remind myself, like what you guys said, it's all about that relationship that you have and not the religion. And so people are putting you on this pedestal because they're operating in religion. Right. Relationship. And so with relationship, God knows, hey, you're going to have some slip-ups, but it's okay. You can use those slip-ups to encourage your viewers. Um, And as long as you recover from your slip-ups, you know. Um, I remember a conversation that I had with my cousin. If y'all don't know, um, one one of my cousins is um, King James Jr., the mime. Um, and I was talking to his sister one day and she was like, I'm going to need him to stop posting certain things on Facebook. And it just hit me. I was like, wait, you shouldn't condemn him for that. You have to give him time to grow. I said, we're the same age. We're both in our twenties. Think about how you were in your twenties. You know, his passion is for Jesus. You know, he is getting out this word for Jesus and performing, spreading his word, but he's still going to have slip-ups. He's still human. So you can't put him on this pedestal and try to make it seem like what he's doing isn't real. Because it's real. You see him on that stage. Yeah. But you got to remember he's still a human at the end of the day. 
Yeah. So that's what I just wanted to get to you guys. Yeah. You're not putting people on a pedestal. They're still human at the end of the day. My, you know, my family didn't want me to do my podcast. They didn't want me to share, you know, my experiences. But I had to go into prayer. I had to go within myself and say the things I've been through. Someone else have been through it. Someone else needs to hear that. Hey, you made it out. Hey, you're okay. Hey, you know, it was a struggle, but you did it. And so, like, I'm an open book on my podcast. Like, I am. I hold nothing back because I feel like you have to be that that rawness. Instead of like, at first I'd be like, well, I'll just be polished and I'll be nice and I'll be this and then I was like, no, that's not going to help someone. Nope. It's not going to help, you know, the woman that's in the abuse relationship or someone that's been victim of sexual abuse. It's not going to help them for you to be like, oh, you know, God sits high and he looks low and you're going to be okay. Like, no. So I, I, I tend to be real raw and real and real. And what you guys are doing it's going to help, you know what I'm saying, people out there. So that's why I, I, I really feel in my spirit, God brought you two together. So, you know, you balance each other good, you feed off each other good, and, you know, you'll continue to grow. And, you know, it help, it's going to help someone. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm feeling out on the side. <laughs> the encouragement. Sometimes I don't want to get in front of this camera, but I, in the back of my mind, I have to continue to push myself, to encourage myself, to encourage us as a whole as obedience podcast to keep going. Like somebody, even today, like I had the worst headache, y'all, and I had to take a shower, and I'm just like, uh, uh-uh. put on my worship music. And today, um, Minister Courtney preached the message of prayer. I said, I'm not going to pray no lame prayer. I'm going to speak the word of God and I'm going to come in here and set the atmosphere because this headache going to go. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Camera. Somebody got to hear that they, if they're lost, they can be found by Christ. Mm-hmm. They can and they to this, this sheepfold and be found with Christ and experience him as a father and a shepherd. So yes. that's what we call to do. You ain't the only one. I was feeling nauseated. My throat was sore. I was like, come on, Nadia, what's going on? I'm, I'm like, mm-mm. No, let me go get the cough drops and get my tea together. Let me get some water. Like, I'm good. I'm good. Because it was trying to, like, trying to make me tired. I was like, nope. Someone needs to hear this. <laughs> go stop it. When the devil try to get in the way, he knows it's going to help somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that was in my back of my mind. I said, Somebody must gonna be helped through this video. So let me pray this prayer. Let me speak God's word in this prayer, and let's keep pushing because somebody. Pray. That's so good. Amen. I think that's good, Ashley. You can go ahead and wrap this part up. Oh, okay. <laughs> With that being said, we hope that something was said to lift your hearts and minds to know that if if you're lost, if you backslid. Anything, if you feel the, the disconnect between God, he will come after you. The word says that he will come, he will leave the 99 and come after you. Mm-hmm. But I reference this in one of my scriptures, um, I studied with me. The first step is to come to him and he will meet the need. He will meet you where you are. You do not have to clean up. You don't have to get yourself together before him. First step is to come to him and that's it. Um, so we pray that something was said to continue relationship with Christ and to get to know him as a father and a shepherd. So thank you, Holy Spirit, 
for coming into this time. Thank you for the words that were said. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We appreciate you. Yes. So as always, guys, come on back the same time, same place. Get ready for our part two. We hope that you enjoyed part one. And like we said, continue to follow us so you will get the notifications when we upload, when we have new content for you guys. So as always, go and be a weekend. You guys next time.